Like I'd rather, you know, I understand that you want to follow the blueprint to success. Like I said, the YouTube and everything, you want to follow the blueprint to success, but you also want to try to do it in a way to where you stand out from the other artists of our current generation. I, I, I learned to look behind that because I look at it from a lens as an, art, as an artist myself. I look at it from that perspective. Like, you may not like this particular song. Hell, you may not like the majority of the songs, but it's that one. It's that one that gets you. <laughs> it's because it's all, it's all cookie cutter. And the one thing you don't want is for your cookies to stick to the sheet. It's simple. It's all the same. I blame the Migos. I've blamed the Migos since like 2010, 2011. Everybody found out that you could go, go and get some random guy that used to sell lean in Atlanta to make a beat for you off a synth pad that he got off a junkie, and the 808 sounds just they're Zell May, you good, my brother? I'm looking cute. I'm looking clean. I'm looking sexy. It's your boy Life is El May. And you know it's Thursday. It's just a fan. To my right, right here, I got my brother, Unico Joseph Williams. Ooh, the government's today? That's what we on on this Thursday? Just don't call me Trevor, bro. Just don't call me Trevor. I ain't dated since 2016. Grandpa. <laughs> hey, man, I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on, man. And I just wanted to give a special shout out to my Aunt Don. Happy birthday. I uh, hope to see many, 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 many more. Happy birthday, Aunt Don. Over there in the far right, we got Tory, aka Afro Kami. Local neighborhood scumbag here to inject as much flagrancies as needed. You already know. <laughs> uh, in the middle, we have the one and only Monray, aka Monte. How you doing today? Uh, your boy in here, man. I'm glad to be a part of this great podcast again. Ready to drop some hot fire. Don't at me, just accept me. And right, no, above, and right above me, I want to get his take for real. Because he does this. He does this. I always brag on him all the time. Hey, Twan, no, I, for 10 years, I said Twan, my favorite rapper. And that's crazy. <laughs> man, hey, no, man, I, he hard, bro. I, I did say hey, that, you like, know you I, got I, one real saying. fan. For real, for real. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, uh, what up, everybody? Uh, my name's Twan, a.k.a. Twan Jackson. If you're asking, uh, appreciate you guys for having me, and uh, yeah, let's let's get the show rolling. So, first topic we have to talk about it. 2021, 2020, It seems like rap music has become really a mainstay, the most popular it's ever been, number one genre in the world, and it seems to be everywhere. It's it's on all the award shows. It's everywhere. It's continuously growing, but the music is not sticking like it did where everybody would know certain albums even if it's wasn't the whole genre wasn't as popular people would know tupac album they would know jay-z album they would know that 1980 they know Nas first album they knew for the last few years you haven't really had an album that somebody could just go to and be like i know every word from almost every song 
it just like we're gonna talk it just like repeat style repeat style repeat style similarities type beats all that kind of new i know twin know from producers that big thing is type beat because <laughs> people looking for specific type beats that trap music so twin i want to know your thoughts first about the state of hip-hop being so much popular but not quite sticking with the regular person So, oh, you said not being quite as popular, but sticking well, with the regular it's person? it's the most popular, but it's not sticking with each person. Like, I don't see little kids want to be rappers to be the best rapper. I see them to be rappers to be get that quick money. It's more like off the popularity now, more so than I'm inspired by the art. Oh, yeah. It's it's about the attention span and instant gratification. Nobody, yeah. there's, there's no artist development. There's no backstory, whatever, like... Uh, just, just say you got the the Kendrick, you know, Lamars, you got the J. Coles, you got the Big Crits, and, you know, of course you got the Drakes. But I feel like, uh, to me, honestly, I feel like Crit, Kendrick, and, and J. Cole have far more interesting stories than Drake does. Like, that's that's just me and my opinion. But it never, nevertheless, though, all four of those guys are still phenomenal and talented people, but they also have, you know, just a background or story that you can kind of, you know, relate to in some form of fashion and at some point in their lives. Now it's just you just find this regular person, especially now with TikTok being the format that it is, that it is you just find something that's real, you know, like a little jingle tune, whatever, and you just don't rock with it until it plays out next week because that's how fast these songs come and go and you're on to the next wave. So if it doesn't have necessarily, uh, I guess, substance to it, or if we as fans, I know I do my due diligence as a fan, and if I like something in a particular song, it's like, okay, cool, I go and I just, you know, listen to the person. I give them that respect. I, I just listen to the person, whatever their project is, you know, uh, front to back, whatever, top to bottom. And if I resonate with some of the songs, I like them, I put them in the playlist. If I don't, then it's just like, all right, cool, no harm, no foul. But I'm going to just give them that respect because they put in that time and that effort. Whether if it was some people like Young Thug say he make his songs in five minutes and you got some artists, they take, you know, uh, hours, if not weeks sometimes. Even me, myself, I may complete a song that's just me being lazy. I may do a hook or a verse in one month and then seven months later, I'll finish it up and, you know, put it out tomorrow like I just did it. Whatever your process is, you just still respect the craft and respect that 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 hard work and effort that they put into that project or that particular song, whatever it is. But I feel like that's that's just a it's a it's a half and half uh, equation with that. That is true. I want to give a shout out to Kid Credit Player. He was gonna be on today, but he's working so hard he shut down. So he's literally going off like two hours of sleep a night. My boy, rest up. He's making those hits. I know a lot of people, specifically from Brazil. On this channel, y'all absolutely love him. We got like, uh, he got like 200,000 views on this channel. So I know y'all love him. I don't know if y'all are listening to it, but if y'all do, he's, shout out to my boy. Speaking of somebody that worked hard, Unico, tell us your thought. Oh, man. So I was going through my SoundCloud last night, and I was like, well, I was wilding. <laughs> but, um. Uh, Man, I got, I got, I got one. Uh, don't worry, y'all go to my SoundCloud and listen to them. That stuff is from 2011, 2010, when certain words was was okay to say, but we can't say those things right now uh, in the climate that we in. So it's cool, it's cool. I, I was on a real Tyler the Creator vibe. But speaking of which, 
I don't know why this stuff isn't resonating the way that it used to where it just stick to you. Like, you know, I, I, I still think about late registration. I still think about even Ty Goblin from Tyler Creator, Bastard. I still think of some of those. I think of Kanye's albums. I think of a lot of people's albums. But like these cats now, <clears throat> I haven't been listening to any new music. I'm going to be real with you. I listen to Donda and I listen to CLB. I listen to that. But I mean, um, <clears throat> what's that boy that be talking about slat all the time and slime? Who that boy? Is that yes, young? Don't do young thug like that. <clears throat> I, I I just started listening to some of his stuff just to see what this was all about. I don't even know what that dude is talking about. He just be like singing. No, he really means it. He sings really quickly, like it sounds good, but I don't know what he's talking about. So that's why it don't really resonate with me very much. But like I just use him for instance. Um, uh, who was the baby or little baby? Which one stabbed the dude? The baby, the baby, the baby, the baby. I tried to think he's lyrical and he's got some uh, some instrumentals that that stick, but again, that's going back to what you were saying, it's got a lot to do with the instrumentals. So, um, but he don't, I ain't, I have never listened to a the baby um album all the way through. I just hear his features and stuff nowadays. I think he's a fun rapper, um, a little controversial, it depending on who you let. Talk about it, but I don't think he's controversial at all. Um, but I thought he's a, he's pretty cool, and he always got that that flute player on overtime. That dog is on he he is on call. Whoever is in that flute in every one of his songs, he is on call. Um, and the fingers they just stretched all the way out. But um, it just I guess it's just like a substance. Like everybody can interpret interpret how their Friday night went, how their Saturday night went. I mean, you can. Any, we can all rap or talk about that and it seems to be a lot of that going on it's not so much like the storytelling that i feel like i'm used to um uh, we had brought up a couple of weeks ago mona lisa um and i thought i forgot how amazing that song was because i was like that was a good story talk about we french kiss him and didn't kiss moi or didn't see moi something like that man Lil wayne's amazing he's somebody that stands the test of time so uh with that being said man i just want to say that it doesn't it just doesn't resonate maybe i'm getting old and it's it, and you know i i, I really ain't into uh, that stuff that just sound good at the party no more, man. I've been going back listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire when I'm riding when I'm riding to the grocery store or something nowadays. I don't go checking for nobody new, man. So, uh, that that's where I'm at. That's that's my thoughts on uh this music today and why it ain't sticking. I don't I don't think it's because we owe it at all because we listen to silly music too. There were people called that you outgrew. Okay, hold on. And Southern okay. Miss, I love the Walker Flocker. Them songs didn't have no subs. <laughs> And they stick though, but they stick though. Those stuck because of the era. These kids got those kind of sticks. I'm talking about those that like got a special place in your heart. Oh but, yeah, I would never say uh Love Sosa has a special place in my yeah, heart. But but, but everybody had no hype songs. But there was our generation and the older people were like that music is trash, but they had songs the similar way too. Like they liked Ice Ice Baby, which is other trash. Yeah. I heard a song called Candy Liquor from some dude back in 19, like 1980. Yeah, like all that weird crap. Vanilla Ice was not was good. Say, he's wild, yo. Vanilla Ice listen is not to good. Listen to this. 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 But they also had, then they had Teddy Pendergrass. And I'm sorry. They screwed that thing out. <laughs> they also had Teddy Pendergrass. So I'm like, uh, they still, they had some still that I'm like, even though they, had, even though they had trash, they still had the titty. Like Ice Ice Baby. What's the other song? MC Hammer song. 
I'm, I'm it's just, hammer time. Yeah, hammer time. That song. Doom, 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 doom. And put him on the glass. That's that right from the Soldier Boy. That's that. We yeah, put him on the glass too. Got, don't we don't forget about that. Raps. They have TikTok rap. They had hammer time. Where they just do weird dances and just with big old pants on Soul Train. <laughs> they had Soul Train. We had we had town that had TikTok. With the new kids got TikTok. So you always yeah. got those type. <laughs> I feel like those songs are necessary though. Like there's nothing wrong with having those songs. I feel like those songs are necessary because you know there's space for everybody. There's no such thing as you know, yeah. just uh, a rapper has to be a particular, you know, one way or a singer has to be a particular one way. Yeah, I agree. We all got it, so we can't criticize. Mm -hmm. I hate it when they criticize. I'm like, you had MC Hammer, we had Soldier Boy. Both legendary <laughs> to our class. But the new generation probably like, I don't know why you like this. But Soldier Boy led you on TikTok too, so Soldier Boy overcame <laughs> Vanilla Ice's problem <laughs> that he never. So, Mate, your point on why music and it's not stick. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> Uh, my opinion, I feel like music isn't sticking probably because I feel like most of the rappers nowadays don't really have an identity, if I had to, to put it in the words. Like, I remember the, the major artists in my our younger time, or was this Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z, even down to like Ludacris, Snoop Dogg, T-Pain, Akon, all of them, they were slightly different. But, like, it seemed like they were more than just their music. Like, you know Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was a rapper, but Snoop Dogg was also, you know, I ain't got to say it. Like, you already know, like, Snoop Dogg had other stuff that, you know, you just represented him. Or, like, Akon, you know, he was African, but it was more that he just represented him. Ludacris, even though he was a rapper, you know, he was you no know, versatile. And it was more stuff to just him. It just seemed like they were more different than each other than a lot of the rappers nowadays. A lot of rappers nowadays... And I almost can't tell them apart. Like, whether it's their names are really similar, their styles of rapping are really similar, uh, the stuff they're talking about are mostly the same thing. You know, whether it's stunning, getting money, you know, smoking, drinking, getting hoes, all that. Most of them are the same. And it's, it's not really a lot of variety to me. Even though the music is, music is popular, you know, with, you know, media and the internet, where music is more popular than it's ever been, it's reaching more places than it ever has. Everybody mostly just talks about the same thing, or they act the same, or they're pretty the same way, and it's like, how ain't y'all different? Like, so to me, that there's no identity in the people. Like, the hardest hitting rappers, like like one of y'all mentioned before, you know, Drake, uh, J Cole, Kendrick, you know, and they're almost like, you know, the 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 epitome, the the cream of the crop right now, and it's mostly because they have their own identity. Like you like okay, I know J Cole. Like he got more than just spitting just empty lyrics. Like he's it's some stories behind it. It's more substance behind what they're saying, who they are, how they rap. Versus a lot of the rappers nowadays, it's just like oh, okay, you, dang, they're one hit wonder. You got one good hit, or you basically a, a pop, you no, know, a hidden chorus, a good beat. That's it. I and, and after you get your one to two good hits, you know you're gonna be somewhere on Instagram, social media, whatever. We'll hear about you doing something. Outside that, that pretty much is. So I mean, they don't stick. So I mean, to me, it's just not a lot of substance in most of any of them. So they don't really have no identities. They're just there, and then they're just not there. Like we went through a lot of one-hit wonders, plenty of times before. It's just not like this. It's just now. It's just the one-hit wonders are like the norm. Yeah, and and a lot of it, a lot of it's not. 
different. I want everybody to explain. When I say this, it's not different. As I stated with that, the women, the female, the top female rapper, still, still the same feeling. It's no little Kim for the ones before us. We had Nikki, and that is me. No. It's, it's, and, they, and they talk about the same type of thing. And then you got like those Doja cats that and a little different and stuff like that. Despite how you feel about how different they are or whatever, it's still like you got that one that raps about a specific thing and keeps being the queen bee at the time. And I think Meg is kind of trying to develop into that. We don't, I don't know if she does yet, but I don't really keep up with stuff like that. But it's like that different. Before we go, we're going to give Tori his chance to talk. What do you think? Why is music not sticking? We will need to hear the neighborhood scumbags of me. <laughs> it's because it's all it's all cookie cutter. And the one thing you don't want is for your cookies to stick to the sheet. It's yeah. it, it's all the same. I blame the Migos. I've blamed the Migos since like 2010, 2011. <laughs> Everybody found out that you could go go and get some random guy that used to sell lean in Atlanta to make a beat for you off a synth pad that he got off a junkie and the 808 sounds just oh, there's dude, just enough at some point. There's <laughs> just there's just enough crust under the synth key to where it adds a little something different and you go from there and then it gets copied and it gets copied and it gets copied. And <laughs> it, it just is what it is. That's why that's why it, it, it all kind of started with the Lils. Everyone was like, well, oh, you got a little this and there's a little that. And then we got, then we get past, we've got, okay, we've gotten past everybody having the same name. Not really with all the babies running around. <laughs> now we've let, we've let the, everybody's got the same name turn into everybody's got the same sound. And that's the problem. That's why, but that, that's also why I love music today because you do have the underground, because you do have all these different scenes of hip hop that are growing and are, um, they're never, they're, they're never going to be in big surprise if they are, they're never going to be your Drake's or your Kendrick's or your fucking Nas's or Jay Z's, but you're, but we're finally, we're getting away from the cookie cutter to a certain extent. You, you got your space for lyrical, super lyrical rappers like Benny, Benny, the butcher. He just put out, well, not too long ago, he put out Pyrex Picasso. In my opinion, some of the greatest wordplay ever been laid to wax. Benny did that. Benny been doing that. And that's on a New York thing. Like I said, you could go to God dang, you can go to Detroit. You got real young OG, I swear, Vezo, all these these niggas that have taken this out of pocket sound and now it's starting to pop. You've got you've got LA making a comeback with all these different groups. Like like I've said to y'all, we've got we got Draco on the rise in LA. You've got um uh Baby Gorilla family. They're just now starting to blow some couple hundred thousand views. Starting to gain traction, starting to gain interviews. You got Blue Bucks Clan. You got all these people that are right here on the cusp of being mainstream, but where everything's so cookie cutter, you can't you can't break through unless you try to make something that sounds like everybody else. We we've gone away from the time in music where we respected when somebody actually had a different sound and very much to the statement I was trying to make earlier about freaking assigning new meanings to things that already have definitions. We've hooked on to the definition that different is bad and 
the sooner we break away from that, I feel like the quicker we can get back to music actually sticking, people being able to actually live with music, people not doing one and done through albums, long past through the days where you can listen to the 36 Chambers on repeat. Yeah. Uh, Twan, speaking of yesterday, yesterday's podcast, I need that trapezoid with bent sides and a rap list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Twan, you, you had something to say? Yeah, I'm just gonna pick it back on what he said. Like, uh, basically, it was like it's all the same, but it, it is all the same to a degree. But it's all following a pattern. Like, if you know, I don't know if you know that deep into it, but like I actually just took the time to look at past you know 70 years of like just music because I have to crate dig and look for samples and stuff like that. So the 50s had their sound, the 60s had their sound, yeah. 70s, 80s, 90s, like even the 80s specifically, they had their sounds when they came out with the electric synths. Everybody had the same, Change you know, the game. Yeah, like, and if you look at majority of, like, the urban music, black people music, quote-unquote, they all had, for the most part, that same beat, you know, the, the kick on the one, the snare on the three, and just all, and they follow, like, boom, chip, boom, chip, boom, and it just, like, keep follow. it had, like, a different, you know, melody, whatever, but still, the drum pattern is still the same for the most part. And I feel like, you know, each each generation or each decade had that one person that kind of changed that sound. Not putting me goals on this level. I'm not. But I'm just saying, like, they brought in a new cadence or a new style of rap or popularized, I would say that, because Bone Thugs kind of just, I guess, uh, pioneered that. They just tweaked it a little like, bit. Rap. They just tweaked it a little bit and made it more popularized. Rather. But if you look back in, like, uh, the 60s, you got you know, Chuck Berry and, and and Ray Charles, like, you know, in his day. And then you go fast forward to, like, you know, the 70s, you got Rappers Delight. Uh, you got the 80s, you got, you know, Big Daddy Kane. You got uh, Run DMC. Run DMC, they didn't even have, like, all this other extra stuff, guitars, whatever. Uh, they just had just, you know, a, a drum pattern. And then you fast forward to the 90s, you got Rock Kim, who changed the cadence, whatever, with, with rapping instead of just saying, like, doom, 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 doom. You got more of like a swing to it and, and uh, a bounce, whatever. And then you just fast forward to, you know, the 2000s for what it was, and especially fast forward to today where you got the. So you just, you just gotta like look at it as just a natural progression, whether we like it or not. But it's still, you know, moving at its own lane. You just gotta be prepared for that wave. And you just find those, like I said, those diamonds in the rough, the people that, you know, that match your ear, whatever that you're looking for. That is true. I wanted to, I wanted to bring that up. I don't think like I've been trying to make this point continuously that I keep like every time I reference one thing this way Twan has that is it all goes similar. I just think we missing that difference. Like in every because even in that era, what Twan talking about that's now that that little style that everybody raps that the flow that pocket that everybody gets in. You got the, you had the in our in the two thousand early two thousand ten you had the Kendricks and Coles that was set apart. Before that, you would have the Ludacris and the Missy Elliott too. You got you can put put Missy Elliott up there. It was a sound, but it was still different. And then even in the nineties, you go to the nineties. It was a style, but Tupac slowed it down, and other people slowed it down. It's talked different. They had a different flow. Uh, regional flows and all this different stuff, and you have, but you have more popular differences. I'm trying to wait to see who can make that difference, but 
my point is why I don't think it's sticking is because the label's looking at easy money now. Oh I, yeah. The label they see they see they don't have to work as hard. To one point earlier about no development in artists. They are now signing YouTubers. <laughs> if you know me, Joe, me and you do this, right, Joe? Facts. If you follow the formula of YouTube, you will be successful. I'm trying to figure out how to not follow the formula, but also get in the <laughs> formula right now. That's what I'm doing. And it's very hard because I, I can just do the Joe Rogan's. Joe, remember I told you last I'm going to bring this story up. Joe, I called you. I said, Joe, do this video. It's going to get a lot of views. Then again, ain't that one of your most viewed videos? It's something simple. It's something like algorithmically formulaic easy. And it's a guarantee like, okay, I'm going to make something off of this. Okay, I can follow the Logan Paul vlogs. I can follow David Dobrik's vlog. I can follow the drum alerts or these other T channels or the DJ academics. You see all kind of DJ academics type channels popping up where they just play music, talk, and do these little funny voices while the thing in the background talk about rap. You see all these little T channels do the same thing. It's a formula. And right now, the problem, the reason I'm not seeing rappers per se break out of that. It's because there's so much money in following the formula. Yeah. More rappers are scared to take risk now. Everybody like Dunder was amazing. Why? Because Kanye took a risk, but Kanye a billionaire. He can take risk. Yeah. What he, uh, he literally did, he literally did what we do at the crib, just did it at stadiums. <laughs> like there's there's a cat right now that's still working on his uh Kaza account. He's still working on getting beats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he right there in the crib right now trying to get it together. Kanye just did it on a grander scale. Don't change the music because it's a brother out there right now that's making beats and doing all type of stuff, producing all of that. And, and, and Kanye just said, well, I can just do it in the, in the Mercedes-Benz stadium. Yeah. But Twan, and, and the rafters. <laughs> but yeah, Twan, how hard is it not to follow that formula? Cause you know it's a it's a success to that pattern. I want to know your I'm, experience I'm, as a rapper. I want to both of y'all to talk about it because I knew I was gonna get into this because I wanted this topic. I feel like you have to keep up with the trend, true fact, and you know, kind of just to kind of stay relevant because you can't just you know continue to be you know whatever you know for who you know for whatever got you popular at that point or popping at that point in time. You gotta you know times change, so you gotta move change. But that doesn't necessarily that doesn't necessarily mean jeopardize your art or you know uh, the way that you you know put your art out there. For example, J Cole, um, what's what's the name of his latest album? Uh, the All Season, J Cole the All Season, way different from J Cole uh, Sideline Story. Like, but you can hear the progression that he's made and, and the changes that he made and still being current and relevant, but at the same time, still telling those classic Jay's whole stories, still telling his classic perspectives on his, you know, way of life, how he grew up and all those sort of things. So I feel like, yes, it's necessary to, to change, to have those quick hits, those those pop moments, whatever. But as long as you can still make it your own, there's nothing wrong with that. You're just playing the game how you, you know, how it is and how you see fit, but you're making it yours. Yeah, Unico, what you think? What you think of my guy? What you think about the culture and how it's shifting and the patterns of what we've been talking about? And it's 
it's and it's mostly internet social media. I want to give us. I want to give a shout out to Rick Ross because he really somewhat figured out the formula. Because like he gonna have the beautiful production and and, and start with that good old Maybach and then just strings playing all over the place. And then he got he got John for you, you know what I'm saying? So he gonna come. I'm not a star. He gonna hit you with that too. So he has a pretty good of people that <laughs> he definitely got that in the bag. But um, I, I me being my me being that kind of person, I I resonate with Rick Ross. That what they call luxury rap. That stuff is fun, uh-huh. but he makes it beautiful as hell. He has some of the best dope beat selections of all time. But then at the same time, he is gonna give you I'm not a star, and it's just some fun just to kind of break up the album a little bit. Um. But me, like me being an artist at this point, I'm not recorded a song in a couple of years, but I know for a fact my album, I'm going to have to kind of sing with a little out of tune or something. I know that's going to have to come. Um, it, it like because it, I came a long way. It started off with uh, Unico Williams and the White Devils. And I was just rapping about uh, what was I rapping about? Just like being a high schooler and stuff like I was rapping and being in college, you know what I'm saying? And stuff you go through and girls breaking your heart because you're growing up to be a man. So now I'm a man. I'm like, damn, what do I talk about? Because man, I should be getting my heart broke like that <laughs> when you in your thirties, you know what I'm saying? You should have it figured out, but you can always reminisce. But, but all that to say this, I would have to have a song that's going to catch their attention at the club. And I'm probably going to have to leave with that. And then and then let them kind of go from there, because that's how a lot of songs that I'm learning about now, like I'm learning more about artists because, they, yeah, they might be leaning, uh, leading off with like a, a a popular song. But it does make me say, you know what? What else are they? What else are they about? And so then you listen to the whole album. So having that good banger uh, definitely can't go in your favor. You just got to make sure that when they do finally give your, your album a chance, you got to uh, definitely deliver um, and, and try and be as versatile as you can be. Um, I and also, so rest in peace, King Von. I'm gonna say this: the dude rapped the whole. He rapped the same way all the time, right? And people thought he was genius because he told a story. You know what I'm saying? But I look back on a lot of stuff, and I'm like, I don't think that was just lyrically great, just like they did with Little Baby. Oh, a rapper that's talking about talking about civil rights. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And I'm like, he got that one off. Hey, he, he capitalized on that one, though. I'm going to give him that. If there's did. ever been a time to play on sympathy, he did it with that song. For sure. He smoked it for sure. But like a lot of people in the hood that ain't really know uh, what you call them, they're not really so much as woke. Oh, they just, oh, they, that just, that just turned them all the way up. So, um, you know, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, man, uh, it wasn't nothing special <laughs> to me. I didn't think it was anything special, but uh, yeah, man, he, he, he got his rocks off on that one. So, um, it is what it is, man. You just got to find. Remember when Kanye did 808s? He just stopped rapping and then he decided to do 808s and sing on a whole album. Sometimes you just got to. And we loved it. 100% loved it. So, yeah, sometimes you can just. Bad things happen in the black community, and you rap about, it and they think that niggas think they woke off of that. And I'm like, no, nah, nigga, you're not woke. You still, you, you still stupid. So, I don't know why on every just a fan, Joe throw random shots at the uh, random people. Last week was who was it? Last week you threw a shot at? I don't know. Probably one per show. He get one per show. Sasuke niggas. I don't know. No, that was that was like we knew that was going off. It was uh Harriet Tubman. This week you throwing shots at the hood. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't doing nothing behind. 
Who shot at Harry Tim? I don't know why you randomly caught Harry Terry Tim. I don't understand it, but Joe. Hey, hey, hey call stray. Catch strays. I just want to keep everybody on their toes. Point blank, period. Anybody can catch the stray, man. Yeah, but I feel like the perfect embodiment. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Oh no, you can carry on. Uh, I feel like the perfect embodiment of of like having entertainment and and also curating like towards the art of what rapping hip hop is and not trying to sacrifice that and and being quote unquote conscious if you will because that's that's pretty much what the golden era of hip hop was just basically educating the public about the transgressions and 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 struggles of the everyday black person right. So I feel like a person who does that seamlessly every time, no matter what, and he only has three albums out, you know, commercially that that we know of. That's Kendrick, right? I feel like Kendrick does that to a degree that you know I haven't seen or heard of since Pac, in a sense. Like Pac gave you the cuts, right? But at the same time. You know, in between, they still had those like little gems of, you know, like, hey, this is wrong. You know, he was on this activist stuff, whatever. He was on this educational stuff, whatever, with the stories. And I feel like Kendrick does the same thing. He gives you the box, but he does it in a way where it's captivating, like he said, like Nico said, with the beat. And and if you listen to it, like, you know, a couple times, like, wait, this nigga actually saying some shit. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. This, 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 this goes. And I feel like Cole is getting to his bag too as well and I feel like Drake can do this off the top this is just me being biased I guess I, I feel like Drake can do this no problem but Drake has his formula already of what he wants to do with his music so and that works for him nothing wrong with that but I feel like Cole is coming into his own of doing this and I feel like Crit is on his way of doing this to me um, uh, to talk to what Unico said earlier, I think more people surprised because it came from Lil Baby. They weren't expecting it to be. I like, think that decent. was it. I don't, they didn't expect I don't it think they thought it was something crazy. They just didn't expect him to speak on it because those rappers don't speak on it at all. Name anybody else from Uzi, Trippy, Dub Baby, anybody from that group type that even mentioned it. Nobody. So when he did a when he did that, I think it shocked a lot of people. Mate, your thoughts on which part? Because you know y'all went into like a good, <laughs> good ten minutes. I was say, that one, that one got off on a tangent. But let me let me just let them have it. Where we starting it? Oh, uh, we talking <laughs> about um, basically where we at now? with um Unico said about the conscious rap and. We seem to. I said. I said earlier about how we seem to be missing that difference. We have all the other stuff we have. Like I said, we have the TikTok rap, which was the ringtone rap, which was the Soul Train rap of music. Now we got, and we have the Nicki's, Minaj, Lil Kim, now Meg and Cardi B. We got everything. It seemed like we just missing that one thing, and I think it's because of the internet and how easy it is to just follow the pattern of music. So more people are shifting toward that and the money and the how easy it is to get on. So that's basically what the question was. Are people moving more to the pattern of getting on easier because using this, finding the baby type beat from Twan Jackson would probably be his biggest video on YouTube or something. 
or a specific type of rapper like that versus finding a Kendrick type beat, which most people like, I don't know if I could do that. Cause I saw Gucci man before I get there. I want to say this. Gucci man said, I'm more of a hero to people because they can do what I do while they can't do what Kendrick do or Eminem. Exactly. So more people are following to me than them because it's really difficult and takes time and effort to actually do what they do. Whereas me, you can get any kid from Atlanta to do it. So basically that little, that thinking and that style, what are your thoughts on that? Do you agree or? Mm, I mean, I give them a point, but I think that that's a bit more of the problem actually that because in music you have so many so many icons so many artists that you can look at for inspiration for samples for you know possibilities for how to learn to do this or for a model to be like that instead of growing more in our creativity and growing more in our you know, variety of artists and rappers we're essentially making clones of them because there's so many different versions of the same kind of rappers. Now there'll be, like I said, there's little tweaks, but you can look at some rappers now and be like, Oh, he reminds me of such and such. Oh, he's just like such and such. Oh, this person is like such and such. Or a lot of the up and coming artists because they use a lot of samples or they'll, they'll take their, their flow, their style and model it after successful rappers that their own style or who their own, who they would be, you know, creatively or like all that is sort of getting lost. And, you know, that's why I, I'm thinking more like music is getting more blended instead of just you no know, being more separate and, and growing like a tree, you no know, tree, different branches, different going this way. It's just it's being more blended, like almost like a twister. Like everybody just I'm gonna take my little point from him and I'm gonna be just like him, just be like right next to him. though. Know? and it's just like and I ain't gonna be like Lil Wayne. I'm be like a little this one, a little that. Like it, it like it, it's blending more, and nobody's like instead of just taking a little piece. They're like, okay, I'm gonna model it like this successful artist. And be like this successful artist, and and that's that's more of my issue with it. Like I'd rather, you know, I understand that you want to follow the blueprint to success, like I said, the YouTube and everything. You want to follow the blueprint to success, but you also want to try to do it in a way to where you stand out from the other artists of our current generation. And not a lot of that is happening. Like the artists that stand out are the ones that are at the cream of the crop. And to say like, okay, I can't necessarily be like them. Well. You never know, but you just being the same as somebody else it almost get you forgotten about because you'll always be compared to that instead of just being compared to how you are. Like if you're gonna always be compared to Lil Wayne, you'll never reach that status because you're gonna always be compared to him from the beginning to the end. That problem too. So I'd I'd rather you, I'd rather they come up and be them, than come up and be like something else. So no, I understand. What Gucci was saying was like, no, they can be like me because they can't be like them. I'd rather they be like none of y'all. Be different. Set a standard instead of following a standard. I guess that's the best way to say it. That's yeah. what I want. That's my thought. Yeah, I know on my channel personally, Um, outside of the hit songs that just blew up for Kid Credit Player, uh, when he put Lil Baby in the title or Lil Baby type beat, that crap blew up naturally. Like, <laughs> that crap do numbers, dog. He got that little little challenge with little uh-huh. bit that, that crap blow up naturally. I'm like, oh my goodness. And I and I can see how and when I say that I can see how people want to jump on it. I can understand. So Tori, your thoughts on what we're talking about. It's a 
it's a fine line. It's a fine line between trying to find something that's different enough to stand out by something that follows the algorithm enough to actually get played or picked up. So, I mean, it's really a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. And, like, I always use the – I use – um I use Earl. I use Earl Sweatshirt as an example because he could have he, he could have went that way where like you just make that super cookie cutter music and I mean his lyrical ability is better than most of these niggas. He could have done that and then he went the exact opposite way and made some interpretive like number of different feeling like just different music in general it's outside mm. the norm and it and it worked for some artists it works for some artists it doesn't work so i feel like it's finding that line but i think it also comes down to the type of artist that you are are you the type of artist that's going to feel comfortable stepping outside that line are you going to be able to step outside the line are you going to be able to stay inside the line but that's also a lot easier for me to say from a listener's perspective. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I ain't making no music, but I've been listening to that shit since I was born, so it's got to count for something. That is true. So, I mean, I want to. I want to. I want to talk. I want to shout out somebody that's kind of at that line right now. Jonah Lucas is very much at that line. And he, because I know his last few songs has been not as much as concept. It's still concept art, but he's kind of finding a beat that's popular, a style that's popular at the same time. So I'm looking forward yeah. to see what he can do with it because I Toby, know Toby Wigway is another one who's finding that line of being different, but still being not. Di- that's such a weird thing to say you need to do in music, though. I feel like, and just from the listener's perspective. It's so weird that you have to find a way to fit in but stick out at the same time. Easiest way to get on is make a tip, bro. I got to. I be killing. It's so paradoxical, dude. paradoxical to me. It's like you got to find a way to stay in but stick out, and it's uh, like Carla Ray. That's, that's why I just listen. Like Cor- better niggas can make it. I want to talk like Carla Ray. We're gonna go over that, but we're gonna get to the fun topics. Like Carla Ray. She be doing a show, unfortunately. People be at the show just staring at her. But she found that TikTok lane. Well, she just, I be killing Yeah, them, but do, a lot do, of them shows where people were just up doing and then it. go to Spotify. Someone has shows. People use it all the time and the numbers do what they do and then the, the label's happy. So when you see that, you be like, I can do that. It's easy for me to just try to do something like that and just get on through TikTok. Or get on through social media. And then you see all the YouTubers who just got big and just randomly started rapping, getting label deals, who started rapping like yep. yesterday. And then they get a label deal and they get pushed because guess what? The label doesn't have to work hard. <laughs> Why? Because you gotta build some fan follow. base already. They already got they already got five hundred thousand subscribers, they'll listen to their music and they'll sell twenty K without the label spending any money. 20k to you might not be big, but if the label ain't got to spend money, that's a huge deal to the label because a lot of people they get 50, 60, 100k. The label spends a lot of money to put them on the radio, talk show, playlist. Horrible thing is, 
Most people's favorite rappers ain't pulling a hundred K sales first week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and by the way, and, and if you don't believe playlist important, Kid Credit Player got his song Bubble Up. The reason this is a hundred K on Spotify? Secret. A dude from a playlist found it, put on a, a major playlist because he liked it, and the song blew up to hundred K. And that's the and that's like and that's how Pure he kind of started. That's how he kind of taken off. But guess what the labels do? They pay people to be on playlists, and them playlists are way bigger than the one he was on. And if you want to play this on Spotify, I'm sorry, these kids live by that playlist, and yeah, your song getting a million well, automatically if you on um I forgot the two, top two playlists. Your song getting a million plays automatically, and that's a and that's a decent amount of bread. So I can if you if you can slip. If you can slip a song in rap caviar, your rap career has been cemented. Yeah, so. He, like hey, I, said, uh, I just going to throw in, I think Coyle Ray kind of got like a, like kind of a fattish ass for like somebody that's, that's skinny like that. <laughs> I, she I, got that from Ben Zeta. Man, that girl. I, yeah. Watching her, her TikTok speaking of witching, and she be moving that little motherfucker. <laughs> yo, uh, yo that, we that had, girl, yeah. me and my Twitch friends had a big old argument that that's a trick. <laughs> but we that's a, that's for another podcast. That's, that's I what, bet like you in person. She probably little little, but I, I just man them angles on TikTok, boy. Boy, you ain't lying, boy. That's why I don't go by pictures no more, boy. Pictures <laughs> and angles, they fool you every time. Mm-hmm. I don't care though. I don't care. Let me see in person. I get close enough to see in person. That's all I really care about. Then I go from there. But uh, the, my bad. What we talking about rap? Okay, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> she's a rapper, so. You shouldn't have said that name, Coyle Ray. Woo. But yeah, but like I said, her Doja Cat, find it. Doja Cat can rap, but again, find it. Like we know Meg can rap, but again, Meg does what makes her popular. So whatever makes you popular, whatever you like doing, do it. Just remember we spreading um music. Let's get some fun stuff, Joe. Let's get some fun. Joe, you want to talk about some fun stuff? Let's yeah. Get, let's get in some trouble right now. Good trouble. We got, yeah, we got we got two good trouble topics. We're gonna try to get through them quickly because I know y'all been here a long time. We got real deep on that discussion. I ain't think it's gonna last 40 minutes, but okay. So name the rapper right now, Unico, that's popular that you just can't get into. God. Um <laughs> okay, take my notes. Little baby. <laughs> Little baby. Yeah, little baby's at the top at the top of that list. Why? What? What? What is about him that you you did you try to listen to him and he just couldn't? Um the the only stuff I like was when um what's his name uh the funny fat dude that's running around Twitter right now that's just like the funniest dude right now he Drewski? got Drewski 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 made a skit talking about how everybody be acting like that's their life. <laughs> and and he was like basically rapping a whole bunch and he's like I, I bought your baby mama a, a, some sort of outfit that's popular and expensive I don't know and something about oh when I oh when I was a little boy I used to play with toys now I got my little boy a toy or something like that he said that and it was like dude you ain't even got no son so I just I, I that's the only way I got put on a little baby so I started trying to listen to it and that's just it's I can't get into it because all the songs sound the same to me um and that boy from Britain, he was getting on my nerves for a second, but I'm, yeah. Which What's one? that boy name? With the cross on his head or the knife on his head? It's a knife. Why you do twenty one like that? You hating? <laughs> Why you? 
He got fun songs, but I just can't get into it, man. I, hey, I don't care what no, 21 makes you feel like you can go out and shoot up the block any day of the week. He can't even do that. He can't even do that. With a blunderbuss, he can, nigga. What is that? On, what is that? Ticket like? face. Blunder ticket, bus. ticket face. 90 ticket face. Exactly. Yo, that is why I didn't know who you were talking about when you said more from Brit. Like, I did. I can, the shade was in it. I felt, I felt it. Oh, I was like, I, I'm mad I didn't catch on to that. <laughs> I'm mad I didn't catch on. This man was really about to get deported. <laughs> and, and grew up in Atlanta as a as a young boy and teenager. And now they just now want to get his ass up out of here. I was like, well. They could have got him before he hopped on that Cardi song because that, that song's annoying, but I like it though. <laughs> All right, Twan, how about you? Uh, rapper, I can't get into. Um, I was, I would say, mm, I don't know, bro, because it's just I, I, I learned to look behind that because I look at it from a lens as an art, as an artist myself, I look at it from that perspective, like. You may not like this particular song. Hell, you may not like majority of the songs, but it's that one. It's that one that gets you. Like, for example, I wasn't a Mac Miller fan, right, at, at first. And I, I, some, I, some songs I listen to just on random, just just going through a person catalog, because that's what I do. If I, if I see somebody or somebody talking about them, or if I like at least one song, I'm going to try to go through the catalog on, at random or on, on shuffle just to find you know some other songs that I like. And I turned out, I actually fucked with Mac. Same thing with Doja Cat. I heard the move shit. I was like, no, nah, bro, I'm not, I'm not fucking with this. Like, it's okay, song. bitch. I'm a cow. I'm, I'm a cow. Like, all right, whatever. But then it turns out she can actually rap. Same mm-hmm. thing with Meg Thee Stallion. And and just to go back to your earlier point, uh, I feel like that that's the narrative because sex sales. We 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 human. That's just always going. We gonna be weak for the flesh. It's like it's like all right, cool, sex sales. But there are some dope female rappers out there. No name, Rhapsody, Snow the Product, uh, Jane Doe. Like, is there's so many? You just have to actually get out of that mindset that you got to show your ass and titties, whatever, just to be popping or for you to look at. Them. Like that's 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 what I got to say on that. But I really don't have no uh, body that I can't really stand. I will say, I will say, my unlikely favorite that I can't stand, but I still somehow listen to for some damn reason, Riff Raff. Hey, all that yeah. cocaine and husky dogs be, make a catchy, <laughs> make a catchy aroma. The aura, it's the aura, it's the cocaine, it's the huskies, it's the, it's a like, lot. Riff Raff knows, he, he knows why he's here. <laughs> like, he knows why he's like, <laughs> he's like, he knows. He knows. And I respect that he knows, but I also respect the fact that he's taking advantage of it and he's getting his he's getting his bag, whatever. But I for damn so I hate it every time. I'm ashamed to say it, but goddamn it, I like that goddamn song. Uh tiptoeing in my jaw got a king. But to 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 the point we made earlier, let's just go back a little bit. We're we gonna go to Montage that did Doja Cat made it. She was rapping well. People didn't pay her attention. She made that Jim Cow song. Everybody like meme song of the year. It's funny. She blow up. I was thinking no ass. That's what I was thinking. Hey, for real, for real. Well, you didn't she know her for the song. That's not what I said. I was thinking fat old ass in that cow in that cow outfit. That's what I was thinking. 
milk it. <laughs> I, I do not want to look Tori to do any animal. <laughs> I'm trying to see a donkey show before I die. We already know this. Ain't nobody see it. Do wow. not do not look up donkey show if you do not know what it means, please. <laughs> if you do look it up, that's what I done told you. Monte, Monte. Artist that that's popular that you're not quite into. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I have never liked Future. I ain't never liked none of his music. I've never liked none of the songs. None? I really don't even understand. I, bro, like, I there's at least to, one Future song you like. Man, I have tried, bro. I'm like from Stick Talk to Life Is Good with Drake. I, I go back to Life Is Good with Drake. One. I didn't even. I was like. This is garbage. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I mean, I'm just like, just, I can't. I, I'm like, like, I, I don't understand. I'm like, I don't understand why he's so popular. I'm just like, Massage yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh, just, just, oh, like, no, man. I, I just do not understand. Like, none of the songs have never hit for me. I, I, I can't. I, I'm just like I, I just do not understand. I'm just like you know, respect them, you know. You know man out there sowing his seed, I'm proud of, but I just can't get into none of his music. I just really can't. Misogyny, I'm far for him. I'm for supporting them and everything. I, I, just none of his music. Just been like seven years, man. I'm just like I've never understood. I'm like I don't understand why this man's so popular. I just I can't I can't get with it at all. But you know. It would leave me. What'd you say, Joe? They lost me. I was asking, did 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 Drake carry "What a Time to Be Alive" or something for you? Like that that, that album what didn't about touch Madness, you at all. March Madness. It really didn't. What about March wow. Madness. You ever heard March Madness, Monte? I don't like it. Like I'm oh telling God. you, how to try. I'm about to say March Madness did it for me. March Madness <laughs> did it for me. me. I, I can't get into it, man. I'm hey, feeling like future, future had me a dirty sprite. I can't even lie. Oh, I said like everybody like, oh, he had me, he had me. I'm like, this man ain't never had me. I was just like, oh. just they had me, man. I'm sorry. But I ain't a biggest future fan, but March Madness was so clean. And then I hated it a lot of his songs. Oh, I like March Madness and I got upset. I'm like, why all these songs sound like March <laughs> Madness, bro? Please stop making March Madness <laughs> two, three, four, five, ten. I like future like before he faked once future started faking the toxicity and stopped being really toxic, I quit liking future. Was after baby thirteen? Was that not enough toxic for you to, to give him his toxic stripes? No, you gotta keep it going. You gonna be nigga? That's a lifestyle, bruh. You don't get to quit that. If Future don't go to the grave with thirty babies, he lost. Yo, young boy, exactly. my, young boy, show beating him. Young boy getting thirty. He got eight. Young boy's my choice for young boy's the choice for my new rapper that I don't like. I can't fucking stand young boy. Okay. You want to talk about somebody's music sounds the same? Him and Gunna. Like, Gunna is not hitting for me. I don't know why people like Gunna. I don't I don't get it. It's not for me. Gunna, young boy, I could go on. There's a lot of these new up-and-coming rappers for long. And I'm going to keep it true. I don't like Travis Scott all like that. Travis Scott got more misses than hits for me. Mm. You don't get it. 
Nigga, you got Astro World, so now you one of the best. Get the fuck out of here. Come on now. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think people jumped on that Travis Scott bus like super duper quick. People th- act like Travis Scott was the next Kanye for from like twenty from I want to say from twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen. Niggas act like Travis Scott was the next Kanye, he and we all know now. Bro. Exactly. Like I said, they, tra- they treated this nigga like he was the next Kanye, and he's not. He had mosh pits. Not he a Kardashian. He had big bright lights. Yo, I like the Travis Scott song with Kendrick though. That song was fire, but that's mostly because Kendrick cared. So that's like with Baby Keem too. Niggas talking about Baby Keem. Baby Keem got one good song that was just him, and then his other good song, Kendrick carries. Come on, I'm gonna give him a little more time though. He got a little more time with me. He had, he did have them one song, then he had that Kendrick carry. But I'm gonna give him a little more time. He knew it to the game, so we gonna give him a little more time. Oh, uh, for He's me, not too new. He pre, he's pre-corona, so he's not as new as he's one of the rappers on borrowed time. If you ask me, any of these niggas that got if you got big pre-corona and you didn't capitalize it on it during corona with mad mad streams, you might have missed the boat. Because a lot of that shit hit different outside the house. Uh, for me, I'm gonna give my ass since I ain't gave mine yet. I'm gonna say logic. Agreed. Logic does not. I'm sorry. Y'all can tell me about I'm black, I'm black, I'm white, I'm white. Believe me, I tell people that and I get tired of it. I'm if like, it's that nigga theme song down there in that corner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm like, bro, your story is so. You try to be a storyteller, but it's not. The story we would have hear. It's, it's like it's like you try to tell us you got problems. Like you try to be a Mac Miller mixed with like an Eminem, but you then you like a conscious rapper at the same time. And his fan base is toxic too, so it's like he can do no wrong. Even though I'm like, bro, this <laughs> song is not good, bro. He's like, we can relate. I'm like, bro, you no, white, bro. That's why you can relate to it. Don't mean bro. it's good. I can relate to a lot of bad shit. Yo, you can relate because he trying to justify his privilege. By essentially telling you, I go to the struggle because I'm black too. Like, no, fam, no one thought you were black when you came out. If they can't, if they can't tell you're black from ten feet away, you don't count. Bro, you look like, bro, you look whiter than most of the white people I know, bro. I do not relate to you. You are not getting pulled over by the police. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> ain't no, ain't nobody tell me Logic got pulled over by the police. Logic ain't never copped a RWB. But they saw the Never. glasses, they looked at his skin color, like, hey, you that mayor son, ain't you? You the governor son. <laughs> you nigga, nigga work at the Best Buy fixed my computer last week. Bro, nobody, I can't get into it because I don't believe it. That's my that's my thing with that. I don't even know if his music is bad, per se. I just don't believe it. And that's my biggest problem because I can't relate to it because I don't think you relate to it. I think you just trying to rap like everybody you heard rap. I got a question. When the last time Pusha T sold a drug? I hope it's been a long time. If it ain't, then he did some. Ba- he fucked him up somewhere <laughs> along the way. The same, the same dime bag from nineteen ninety four, and he just oh hey, peace since ninety three. All right, Drake fan out here trying to defend Drake. 
You know Kanye hey, don't like Drake, but the one thing Pusha got, Pusha got lyricism. Pusha got real world wordplay. Yeah, I wish he could talk about something else. <laughs> Yo, I don't. Even, I, I don't. I ain't gonna I don't lie. Even know. Pusha Pus- 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 can rap about, about cocaine when he is eighty nine in the old folks' home. I still give it a spin through. Hey, I'm gonna push it. Just throwing it out there. Imagine these rappers with some old age. Man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, Rick Ross gonna still tell a story. Social security. <laughs> Yo, Just, my, I ain't gonna get on the Rick Ross because everybody know how I feel about people from Mississippi not claiming Mississippi. Um, Bobby Valentino, but Bobby Valentino literally <laughs> lived down the road from me and swore he not from here. He literally his grandma lived. His mom, his his grandma house. No, I ain't gonna get in there. But <laughs> like, bro, you was at Bay Springs Junior High. I mean, not Junior High, Elementary with me, dog. You can't, well, I wasn't at Bay Springs, but we we played. Man, let it go, man. Let it go. You gotta let it. You gotta let it go. Hey, bro. Go, you know man. me and Wes rock the sip, bro. You know you don't know you got. Hey, man. You from here, bro. Shout out to Ray Sherman. But we got one more. Uh, Monte put up the topic. Hmm. Monday Bub topic. What's unpopular unpopular opinion you have about the music industry? And we're gonna end it on that. And we're gonna give Unico the chance to speak on this. What is a unpopular opinion you have on the music industry? On the man, that's a loaded ass question. Oh I'll say you can do this multiple weeks. Just throw out one. You got plenty. Uh so I'm <laughs> unpopular opinion about the music industry. Um It it ain't fair to the real artists out there, and everybody get a fair shake. That's why I, I would appreciate if people got a fair shake instead of like you getting lucky. You know what I'm saying? Or right place, right time, that kind of thing. I think it's a little bit it's harder than it should be, especially for the really good artists that are out there. Because I know a lot of just don't get a shot because they live like maybe they live in random last Indianapolis, or maybe they live in they just don't get. They just don't get they just don't get as many chances, you know. And I think there's probably amazing artists. There's probably an amazing artists in Iowa. So just throw it out there. That's what I think. It's too hard. You gotta get lucky. So that's my um maybe that's a popular hmm. opinion. I think, Man, I, I think it's kind of popular, but <laughs> <laughs> Tori, what's your unpopular opinion about the music industry? Okay. Let me sleep I'm going to have to try to do this. My unpopular opinion will make me sound like a hypocrite from like 15 minutes ago. But it's still a, the, the unpopular opinion that I have is that all the music really doesn't sound the same. It's just all the popular music sounds okay. the same. Okay. All the music doesn't sound the same because at any point in time, I got a list of I got a list of niggas on the cusp that sound completely different than any rapper that most people are listening to, and it, it's still good music. So, not it not all of hip hop sounds the same. It's just all the all popular hip hop sounds the same. I guess that that's the easiest way to what without making myself look like a hypocrite when I was just talking that cookie cutter shit like ten minutes ago. I feel you. You found so, out. Yeah, Monte. Yo, unpopular. You bring up the question. Let's see what is it? anything from the music industry. Anything? Oh yeah, I know. I have a bunch of them, so I, I guess I keep it a little small this time around. We need a, th- we need a thumbnail, Monte. Give us some big. <laughs> oh, it's probably gonna be a thumbnail. 
my unpopular opinion I got right now is I think Chris Brown is one of the top, if not the top artist in the industry right now. It's not unpopular, man. In what by in what means? Period. Are you are you talking numbers? Are you talking vocally? Are you talking numbers, overall talking popularity? And I think most he, people don't even realize it because Well, he 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 did this to think, himself. When he punched Rihanna, he he shut a lot of doors. And see, that's the thing about the other thing that I'll say, that the crimes that most of the artists do don't matter. Yeah. Until they're not popular. But, because I didn't realize this until I was I, I was listening to, like, Chris Brown, like, I think yesterday. And I realized Chris Brown has already, he been reached this point. He reached the point that Ludacris was at, that Akon and T-Pain was at maybe, like, 10 years ago, that dang near every feature, he's on it or has been on it. Like, you almost, at one point, could not listen to somebody's new song, and it was featuring him on the vocals, on the chorus, everywhere. And once you hit that point, you become almost forgotten about in the fact that people forget that you are literally everywhere, that you cover everything. He's basically the the biggest R&B artist and has been that way for the last decade. Nobody realizes that. I can agree. Because R&B has been dead for recently, to be fair. But I was going to say... Hey man, listen to her and him. He's just constantly put out music. He's uh, constantly been like had top, top number, especially his early music. His, his Kelly music took arm his early, his early uh, Really, really good. And I would say that just people, even though we remember like the rap artists, we go like, okay, we got Drake, we got you know J Cole, we got Kendrick, we got all these people still around for you. Like, no, Chris Brown probably the top artist currently right now going easy. He's in, close. he's in a conversation with the with the Michael Jackson of the world. I believe that wholeheartedly. Like, if you really want me to say, I say he didn't probably beat Usher at this point. And people don't. And people wanted that verses at one point. I say he didn't beat Usher. Period. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Yo, I'm gonna say one that kind of. I'm gonna say mine before twenty. I'm gonna say mine for that because it kind of contradicts Monte. I think R and B ain't dead, and that's very unpopular. But <laughs> I, but go look. <laughs> and all the R&B artists, bro, they are killing it. Just they are not putting for you. You are, they are not going there. You can you go to your YouTube recommended right now. It's, it goes to the point of the beginning of this whole show. Rap is literally everywhere. Whether your Spotify playlist, it's pop culture now. Yes, whether your Spotify playlist, everywhere. You go to her. Her killed it at the Super Bowl. You she have did. many more. You have. Frank Ocean, he do something do well, You have all kind of people that does good R and B music. Blast, blast on the come up. Yeah, you got a lot of them. It's so many of them, but they are not in your face. They are not putting your recommended. They are not Man. putting your Pandora. They are not putting your Spotify. And I think if it was, yeah, I'm trying to think for R and B. If it wasn't LMI all of last year. Her last year and this year, Chris Brown or Gibeon, there was no R and B being made. Basically, uh, they hear you just you wouldn't put they wouldn't put it in front of you. I'm telling yeah, you, I love R and B. I'm just like, <laughs> but that's my opinion, Twan. What is your opinion, your unpopular opinion on the music industry from a guy who basically in the music industry? Yeah, well, not quite the industry, but trying to make it. Man, he in the music industry, man. What? I put myself. I put myself in the music industry. 
Like you can Google me. Like go talk that shit. I be I'm part of the industry, nigga. He is. I might be on the on the lower end of the spectrum, you know, right now. Low end of total. That don't mean you ain't in there. I can get your Googles, you know, I'm, you hit your Googles up, but no, uh, for real, for real, um, I feel like it's, it's nothing wrong, I feel like everybody else, uh, the, you know, the underdogs are getting their shots, be it, you know, whether it be social media platforms or just, you know, uh, under, underground blogs or whatever the case is, but, uh, for example, uh, what's, 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 what's his name, Monte, you have me out from, uh, Mississippi, uh, Ali. Kim Ali. Oh, yeah, Kim Ali. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like you just got to find that thing that sets apart and that character that he created, he said himself, just kind of took him places his regular music didn't. So you can still, you know, be yourself, but you got to find that thing that captivates, you know, people. I think it was a barber and, and a couple gonna, years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying you got to find that thing that, that captivates like people's attention and just kind of catapults you know your career in the direction that you want to go you don't have to necessarily continue to make that particular type of art or that or stay with that particular sound you can kind of branch out and, and go to your original whatever art whatever it was or you just try something completely different but you have to do something to you know put your name out there uh j cole did it with um what it will work out sample kanye on there whatever um was it uh Kendrick did it with uh swimming pools, even though recipe came out first, but he did it with swimming pools and then that song he was talking about how he doesn't drink and people took that as a way to drink. Uh, <laughs> Kurt did it with country shit. Like you just on and on. You just gotta find and, and, and Doja Cat, I mentioned that again. Doja Cat did it with the mood song. Like you just gotta find that thing. So I feel like there's nothing wrong with the industry today. You just gotta find your lane and, and just stick to it. That is a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> so that bit <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with me. Like, I feel like there's nothing wrong with it. So nothing wrong. Because <laughs> look at it, look at it from this perspective, right? The classic, typical cliche way, or whatever, for getting on in the music music industry. You gotta know somebody that know a guy that know the guy that was cousin with this guy, that was uncles and friends with this guy, and somehow the way your name got through the pipeline, right? And then you had to go through this record deal, and you had to do the tours and go to record. You got to do the go to radio stations to get your song played on. Hopefully, people liking us. I can just upload a song today on SoundCloud or a social media, do a social media uh, post or TikTok or something like that, and hopefully it go viral. You know, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Just depending on whoever you are, the time a post is is put up or or whatever the sound it is, and then boom, I'm you know a millionaire quote-unquote, so to speak, within next week. So, you see, I feel like... You see it all the time. Yeah, I feel like with today's standard... Matter of fact, Lil Nas X is a perfect example, right? With uh, Old Town Road. I feel like today is 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 an even plan for everybody. The, the problem is, though, with so much competition and so many avenues and, 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 and with the attention span the way it is, once people, it's hard to get noticed, and once people do get a hold of something that is popular, they play it to death, they play it out to death, and they only want that one particular sound for that particular moment, pushing out your unique sound that is you until you can find that thing that makes you, you know, be in that spotlight and you change the, you change your positions with that person that was popular. That is true. What's the, what's the uh, rapper name? 46, 48. 
I can't. I don't remember what his name. Was. What's the guy? Uh, Fetty Wap. Yeah, Fetty Wap. That man put so many hits out in like a month. Hey, for real, <laughs> burnt his whole music career out. I'm like, oh my god, bro! How many songs that man put out? Song every day almost. It was a banger, but then people room. just like, bro, I'm tired of listening to it. I'm like, it's all on the radio, but to what Twan say, you could get drowned out very quick. And oversaturation. Yeah. I want to get y'all final thoughts on the music industry, whatever your thoughts, anything you want to say, get your promos out right now. Cause we ending the show. We're going to start off with Twan. Promote yourself. Final thoughts, hip hop, music, everything. By the way, I said, I said again, Twan, one of my favorite rappers. So go look below. Uh, I feel like uh, the music industry as a whole is uh so good. I feel like with the duration it is, it can't be kind of you know, uh, uh clickbaity if if I want to say that because you know people hop on trending topics, Black Lives Matter, you know whatever it is, just for quick sales. But for the most part, I feel like you know uh, artists' hearts are in a in in a good place. To portray their music and their art, and it's only gonna get better because people like me is coming, and I'm gonna take over, and you know I'm gonna set record straight that you know Mississippi artists got to that shit next year. <laughs> and if 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 you know we're not the best, we one of the best states that got some of the greatest artists that ever you know live and will live in the South or in hip hop as a whole. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so my name is Twan, Twan Jackson. You can catch me on uh, all streaming platforms for music. T-O-I-N-E space Jackson. Uh, catch me on all social media uh, handles at IBTwan. It's I-B-T-O-I-N-E. Uh, Link is going to be in the description. And uh, also, if you don't mind, while I speak on my YouTube channel about complicated subjects such as these sometimes and try to put them in simple forms at uh, Simple Desert on YouTube. Click that, you know, like, subscribe. And please leave a comment if you got any tips or suggestions on that. Be blessed. Let's go. The Twan Jackson. Again, links in the description. Man, he just put out a song last night. It's fire. He told me he was, he told me with little tips, but it's still fire. That's how you know he dope. By the way, Mississippi is taking over. Key credit player. Let's go. He out here killing the game right now. He need to get his rest. I already shot him out. His link's also in the description to his last two songs. You know, he's on the channel. He got a Blood On Me music video. Went crazy. People love it. Some dude told me they disliked it because it had too many likes. I don't know what's going on in the world. He's I liked the song. I just disliked it because it had too many likes. I'm like, the world weird. Uh, <laughs> my take. Plug yourself. Thoughts on hip-hop and everything else. Let's go. Uh, My final thoughts. I want three things back. I want R&B to make a comeback. Jump on the R&B train. You ain't got to do rap all the time. Go on the R&B train. Bring the groups back. I want the boys to mend the mint conditions, the Drew Hills. Bring the groups back. Come on back. Not the Migos. But come on back. Bring the groups back. Don't be different ones, man. Come on with it, man. Let's get... Let's get these 90s group wars back together. Go ahead and do it, man. Get these singing competitions. And I want more features, man. I want... I want more more rappers to get together on more features, man. Like DJ Callum, we got five, six, seven rappers all on one song. I want these features, man. I want this diversity all in one song. Bring it back. Bring this stuff back, man. Let's come back. Let's be different. Let's spice up the music world a little bit. 
Don't catch your boy and the rest of the group on the Broke Ugly Dudes TV and the Broke Ugly Dudes podcast on all social media platforms. The links are in the description below. Bring R&B back and the groups and the features. I said what I said. Don't at me. Just let that set me. <laughs> My guy, Tori. <laughs> Plug yourself and last thoughts on music. Well, you already know, Afrokami765 on Twitter. And as, as far as hip-hop goes, hip-hop is an ever-changing beast. It's still growing. It's still changing. It is nowhere near its final form. So and enjoy, enjoy the ride. Don't be so quick to throw something away because it sounds different. Keep, keep an open ear. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. And you know to my right, I got my co-host, my guy, the legend himself, the host of Do You Hear Me and Have You Heard? Unique Williams. Plug yourself and blast out some music. Hey, man, y'all know the vibes, man. It's your boy, Nico Williams, out here with Do You Hear Me? That's right, with Nico Williams. I love doing that show. It's just been a while, but we back. With the, with, we back. We back. We got a lot of big news to cover, uh, like Kyle Rittenhouse. Sometimes you're not allowed to kill people and call them the victims. You got to call them rioters and looters. So that's something we'll be talking about. Also, we got to show a lot of love to the homie, Delonte West. What's going on, man? Uh, not even a billionaire can save you at this point, but we'll talk about it. Also, was he was it really anti-gay what he was saying or was he just using words to say what he wanted to say? Quick to put that label on you. Uh, as far as music goes, uh, man, just I, I hope that, man... At this point, man, I just need a time machine, and and I just, I just just let me go back and throw some CDs into my Chevy, and 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 I go from there, man. Cause I I don't listen to nothing new. Anytime I hear new Lil Wayne's, because I'm in somebody's um like whip and they listening to it. So man, at this point, man, I'm good. I'm good with just going back in time, cause my like songs. Matter of fact, I actually been getting into Japanese songs. Matter of fact, like from animes and stuff that I ain't even watched. Hey. So hey, that's I got, I got a playlist for you, dog. Man, make sure you link that to me. Yeah, but that's all I got. And all I got is this: is not even about music because I didn't talk enough, and I talked enough this week. Um, I'm gonna review Dune for thirty seconds. Dune is the best boring movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I can't find is. one thing that I didn't like about the movie except for I was enjoying it, but I'm like, why is this so long? I'm like. I can't said. stop watching, but I want to turn it off. There's not a single flaw I can find in the movie. I sat there and watched it two hours and 32 minutes of this movie, searching for one thing I didn't like. But at the same time, the whole time I was bored, I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, I love everything. There was no missteps. The visuals were amazing. The characters were all great. The acting was on point. The music fit. The storyline was good. It just felt like I watched two scenes of a movie for two hours, 30 minutes. I'm like, bro, why did this take so long? The best born movie you will ever watch in your life. I'm hearing rumors that Eternals could be the same thing, but we'll see when I go see it next weekend. I'll give you a review right here for that. Okay, But so I don't judge what everybody's opinion is. HBO Max. I've read too many Eternals Dune. comic books for watching this Eternals movie. <laughs> Dune, the all I know is the movie. I would I do I recommend you go see it? 
Yes. Will you not know how to feel? Yes. I read all the reviews. They all said the same thing. I didn't hate nothing in the movie. I just but I hated bored. the movie. <laughs> I've never experienced this. I'm still trying to figure out. It, I like it's something I had to not like for it to be boring to me. But I can't think of it. So we're gonna get out on that. I appreciate y'all for coming. Links to everybody in the description. I appreciate y'all. Keep stopping. We gonna man. I'm gonna give it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna send somewhere in this podcast that's a merch those thing I did to spread our merch while I make an explosion and do all kind of fun weird stuff. So go get that merch. Like and subscribe. Do what that thing in the middle that's not there right now normally tell you to do. Just a fan merch and man cave merch and backseat gaming merch all coming soon. I know I didn't do backseat gaming or what's the trend this week. We're back next week. What? kind of a different we're gonna it's still the same style that we're gonna do but we're gonna cut up everything up it's gonna be fun we're gonna improve the channel hope y'all like the intros i love y'all we about to get out of here because uh, we've been on here forever <laughs> peace peace